Hopefully you voted because the election was yesterday. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Tuesday, October 22nd. But first, sports. It is a huge day in sports. Toronto Raptors season officially begins tonight at the Scotiabank Arena. We have Game 1 of the World Series as well tonight. The Maple Leafs are in Boston. They face the Bruins for the second half of a back-to-back this evening. But first, the Maple Leafs started off their back-to-back situation with a game. It was Monday night yesterday against the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Leafs, as has been uh, custom. This year, they got off to a terrible start in this one. They gave up two early goals, put themselves in a hole again that they had to dig their way out of. And they did, for what it's worth, dig their way out of it. But ultimately, a lack of discipline down the stretch. They gave up a power play goal late and they gave up a penalty shot in OT, uh, which was a bit of a confusing thing. But a lack of discipline did them in. Late in this game, overall, the Maple Leafs, a bit of a listless, maybe borderline concerning effort, really, when you put it in sort of context of the entirety of the start of the season. It's not officially cause for alarm bells just yet, I don't think, but noise, it, it's starting to pick up. There's some, there's some common themes around these losses. It, we've seen Mike Babcock start to juggle the lines a little bit. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, who played together On Saturday against Boston, their partnership on the top line was very short-lived. They were both front and center on the first two goals, and their partnership ended. About 10 minutes into this game, they were separated again, and they were part of why they came back. Babcock willing to change those lines, uh, as was the case previous, and as will be the case going forward. I'm sure the goaltending rotation also came up before the game. Uh, Frederick Anderson got the start against Columbus on Monday, meaning backup Michael Hutchinson goes tonight against the Boston Bruins. A tougher game, a divisional opponent, and something Babs is going to just do. It just seems that he's going to do that every time the situation comes up. Joining me now to talk about the game from the bowels of the Scotiabank Arena, it's Justin Cuthbert of Yahoo Sports Canada's NHL coverage. Cuth, another common theme, a lot of common themes actually to start this one out, for the Maple Leafs, first and foremost being an early goal puts them in a hole uh, to start the game off with a deficit. Yeah, an early goal is uh, sort of committed by two players that are um, sort of at the forefront of everything here, and that's Mitch Marder and Austin Matthews. I mean, we've got two two guys that are you know superstars with these teams, and right away they have a chance to play together. And they each make just, you know, egregious mistakes. Mitch Marner, obviously, with the giveaway and the penalty kill. And then Austin Matthews, who sort of cheated for offense a little bit in the corner with Pierre-Luc Dubois and then just got absolutely bullied to the front of the net by him. And, and immediately, just like that, they weren't given the opportunity to play together any longer in the game. And, and that sort of set the tone for everything. It's just uh, these are the star players that have to be leading by example and doing things the right way. And right now, we've got two players at least Matthews and I and I wrote wrote about this today 
Matthews really cheating for offense. And, and we were sort of struck the last time the, the Maple Leafs played the Blue Jackets. Babcock came out and said that he thinks Austin Matthews can be the most dominant two-way forward in the game or two-way center in the game. And all I saw tonight was a, a player cheating for offense and not doing things right uh, defensively. And although he's been able to outscore his mistakes, and he was again tonight, the Leafs weren't able to outscore their mistakes tonight, and, and that's why they lost. Speaking of doing things the right way and something that was it came up pregame and I think it sort of bled into the in-game conversation was once again the back-to-backs are here. They play the Bruins on Tuesday and he goes with Freddie Anderson in the non-divisional game against what many would say is the weaker opponent the first night. He even has the money quote, imagine losing the first game and going into game two tired. Lo and behold, they lose the first game. Uh, do you see if if maybe there's a bad performance? Is that ever going to change, or is this just, just something that's going to come up? You know, whenever it comes up. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this ever is going to change. But I. I mean, I think it's got to. Right now, we're on track for Michael Hutchinson having his first four starts with the Leafs being back to backs, and most of the time against the superior team. Uh, by the end of this week, he could be easily zero and four, and just hasn't given his chance to. Uh, his team a chance to win rather but you can say that the team hasn't really given him much of a chance to win because they haven't put him in the best position to succeed either so uh it's definitely going to be the talking point throughout the throughout the rest of the week just because we have two back-to-backs and in both cases well maybe not in both cases but uh it is a tougher assignment i suppose for hutchinson in both games and right now as as you mentioned, the can you imagine if we lose the first one? Well, they just lost the first one against an inferior opponent, and now you have literally the toughest assignment that Michael Hutchinson will probably have all year in Boston on the second half of a back-to-back after they just beat Boston. So uh, things are a little precarious right now for the Maple Leafs, and, and the, the, the main point or the main talking point right now seems to be their backup goaltender, and it really shouldn't be. Another thing that was sort of on minds late in the game and – Babs talked about it in his presser, uh, a lack of discipline, a lot of penalties in the last couple of games, and this game gets tied on a, on a pretty a, a slashing call, and then it gets won or lost, depending on your our viewpoint, on a penalty shot. Is that another thing that it, that is sort of creeping into this team right now? Yeah, I, th- I think he was really upset the other night about the fact that they weren't getting calls. They had just one power play opportunity in the first uh, or the previous two games before this one. Uh, but Mike Babcock was pretty quick to lay all the blame, not on the officials, but on his own players tonight. Uh, he kept bringing up the infractions in his media availability after just saying, you know, we had tripping and hooking and slashing. And these are should be avoidable penalties where it's just either lack of discipline or laziness or whatever seeping into the games or into the games of his players. So he was quick to point out the fact that they're their undoing was self-inflicted because of these penalties and I don't I don't think it's like a huge issue on the grand scheme of things I'm not sure they're if where they sort of rank on you know how many penalties that they've been given up but they're not earning many power play opportunities right now and tonight clearly uh being in the penalty box and giving up a penalty shot in overtime were big reasons why they lost now a slow start and goaltending rotation and now undisciplined play are we secretly talking about a coach here? Because this is stuff that people traditionally put on a coaching staff. Uh, it, it, not that it's a hot seat, but are we starting to see a lot more cause for concern maybe from, from Mike Babcock's sort of security here? 
Yeah, I think maybe his alarm bells were going off a little bit tonight. I think that you have to give them a chance to react, though. I think what we, <clears throat> excuse me, what we really saw tonight, I think, was a team that just expected to win. And I think we saw the exact same thing in Minnesota uh, a week ago, or at home versus Minnesota a week ago. And they were able to sort of overcome that pretty quickly and get what was what turned out to be an easy victory after a, a sloppy first period. But right now, I'm against lesser competition, quote unquote, lesser competition. It seems to be that this team just expects to go out there and win and do the bare minimum and just have their offensive capabilities shine through. And now it's on the coach to sort of take that out of their game. So uh, I think for all the pressure that is on Babcock, I think he's been relatively calm and at ease and and sort of okay with his standing because I know. I think he knows that he has to perform, but he's he's not really sweating it every day. Uh, but this is his chance to really, you know, dig in and make sure that a better performance comes out of it because this is the first sort of... We had pointed remarks from Jake Muzzin after the game. It was kind of... It wasn't too bad from Babcock, but I do expect that he'll he'll try and tighten things up, and it's his job to get things tightened up because right now uh, this is they're underperforming based on the first couple weeks of the season. second half of that Maple Leafs doubleheader is tonight in Boston against the Boston Bruins. The backup goalie, Michael Hutchison, scheduled to be in net. The Bruins looking to bounce back from a loss on Saturday against the Maple Leafs. That is going to be some tough sledding. In the exact opposite sort of mood, Toronto Raptors season is finally here. The Raptors opening night against the New Orleans Pelicans. That is tonight. The Raptors give the championship rings out for the returning players from last year's championship run. They raise the championship banner to the Raptors. If you are going to the game, you are advised to get there early to make sure you catch all that stuff, all that ceremony. Catching all that stuff really is the whole point. An incredible moment it should be. So obviously, if you're going to go, go early. The Raptors did finalize their roster for the home opener in alphabetical order. Here are your actives. OG Ananobi, Chris Boucher, Terrence Davis, Marcus All, Dewan Hernandez, Serge Ibaka, Stanley Johnson, Kyle Lowry, Malcolm Miller, Norman Powell, Pascal Siakam, Matt Thomas, and Fred Van Vliet. Inactive for the opener. Little banged up Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Patrick McCaw. And O'Shea Brissett is your two way contract. Plenty of intrigue as well in the visiting roster. Unfortunately, the biggest name among them will not be among them on opening night. The Pelicans announced that Zion Williamson will undergo knee surgery. Ugh, sucks. That will cause him to miss six to eight weeks. He will not make his NBA debut tonight. We'll have to wait until, by the sounds of it, at least December to see him in the NBA. There is some intriguing pieces on this Pelicans roster, Toronto local, Nikhil Alexander-Walker will be playing for the Pels. And we get our first look at familiar faces like Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick. In a new situation, tip-off for the Raptors championship season opener is scheduled for 8 p.m. The ceremony, as I said, get there early. The ceremony scheduled for 7.25. Fans advised to be in the seats by 7.15. So if you are going, 7.15 should be in your seats. Should be a very special night at the Scotiabank Arena. And finally, the World Series begins tonight. The Fall Classic. It's finally here. Game one between the Houston Astros and Washington Nationals. Jeez, it's a lot of sports for one day. <laughs> oh, man. Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole in game one. That's as good as it gets. 
It's as good as pitching matchups can get for Game 1 of a World Series. That should be awesome. It should be a great World Series. This is the best collection of, like, top three pitching rotations that I can remember in some time as a baseball fan. Scherzer versus Cole in Game 1. Strasburg versus Verlander in Game 2. Grinky against likely Patrick Corbin in Game 3. Incredible matchups in both lineups as well. Lots of intrigue for Houston. It's the second World Series birth in three years. A lot of familiar faces if you watch that World Series. George Springer, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, guys still playing huge roles, as well as some new additions, guys like Michael Brantley. And they have a rookie, Jordan Alvarez, that hasn't quite found the playoff footing, but he was excellent during the regular season. He could break out on the biggest stage. On the other side, the Nationals, a collection of some really great talents as well. Anthony Rendon has been one of the league's best hitters under the radar the last couple of years. Juan Soto, just a phenom, 20 years old, immediately uh, one of the league's best players at a very young age, a joy to watch, a lot of fun in the box, uh, excellent postseason he's having. Trey Turner, another excellent young player, shortstop, has a lot of tools. Plus they have a great, you know, you always see in the sports movies, uh, the crew of the guys just over the hill, over the thirty, over mid-30s guys like Howie Kendrick, Ryan Zimmerman, a really fun team to cheer for. So it should be great, and it all starts tonight. Can you believe it? That's so much to watch tonight. Leafs Bruins, Raptors home opener, Game 1 of the World Series, all at the same time. How will you ever keep up with them all? Well, you could buy three TVs. Or you could make sure to listen to this show tomorrow because I will be talking about all three and more. It'll be tough. It'll be tough. It'll be tough to fit all of that into one show, just like it was tough to fit everything into this one. But we did it, and now it's over. That's all the time we have. Have yourself a great Tuesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.